You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. And Byron Nelson. And Byron Nelson. Hey guys, welcome to The Swingdom. We are here in our alternate dimension of golf wonderfulness. I am Ben. I am singularly half of the hosts for The Swingdom. Yeah, I'm here with my best golfing buddy Gunner. He is also singularly half of the hosts for the golf podcast, The Swingdom. That's true. And this week we're going to be talking about the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. We're going to get to our picks for that later on. But first, see that was a teaser. You like that? I'm getting better yeah, at this every day. Tea. We're going to talk about the news, which is not very exciting, but we like talking about it anyway because we're going to yell about some things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about the Walker Cup. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a bit about the PGA, yeah, championship, That's and then coming up, and then we're going to talk about. Did I say the Walker Cup? Yes. Um, and then we're going to talk about the tournament that was last week, the Wells Fargo. Yes, which I watched half of the final round and some of the other rounds. And yeah, uh, spoiler: I lost. So. Yeah, we did that show on Saturday. So it's sort of like there's a mixed bag of like news. Like we already talked about Bryson. That was big news. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get into the news. I don't really want to like the Walker Cup. U.S. wins on on American soil. They played at Seminole. We saw Seminole when it was Ricky and Matt Wolf versus DJ and Rory. Yes. And it was a it's a beautiful golf course. It's right on the seaside. Um. I think the location is better than the golf course itself. Um, yeah, maybe. I like the golf course. I Don't get me wrong. Thank you for the invitation. I would love to play at any time. Mm-hmm. But maybe because we never see it anywhere else. Right. There isn't that, like... <sighs> Anticipation? No, there's not like that, like recognizable feature, uh, like that familiarity with the course. like, like at the Wells Fargo. You know, on 18, there's a creek. Like, like at Augusta, we Augusta, Georgia could be the most wonderful place or the most horrible place, but we don't care because we're in it for Augusta National. Well, yeah, because you've got Amen Corner. Like yeah. everybody knows Amen Corner, the walk up 18. Pebble Beach has seven, but also 18. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows 18. Um, like, it, it's just, it, I think it's because we haven't been there enough. It doesn't have, like, TBC Sawgrass, 17. Like, that's right. the best. Like, so I want to sort of, I want to rage on about something in a little bit, but let's let's get into the actual news um, for the tournament this week. Um, DJ is withdrawing with a knee injury. Yes. We've got that. <laughs> Fell down the stairs uh, wearing his socks. Again? Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That was that one. <laughs> that was, that one. Was, it, was it snowing as well inside or something? Yes. Um, so that's like, that's number number one in the world, withdrawing with an injury. I, it's just that hard and that much work to get to number one. So I, I will accept this. I mean, he may also just want a week of rest. Yeah. Before a couple weeks rest before the PGA championship, which I understand. Or he could be a big chicken. I don't know. Yep. Um, Christy Kerr, who won the women's U.S. Uh, Open 
14 years ago is getting mm-hmm. a special exemption to play in it this year. Boom shakalaka. How do you feel about that? Um, look, it's a TV show. It is a TV show. Okay, good. That was my same thing, which is like, Christy is Christy Kerr gonna gonna contend? I don't know, maybe. But, I don't know, but is it like this it whole like is it is this matter. whole like keeping keeping somebody out? Look, it, what it what it what it's gonna be? It's we're all gonna forget she's there anyways. I mean, it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah. But we're not gonna be watching for like let's see how Christy Kerr does. We're just gonna remember no. like, hey, she's there. This is awesome. Good for her. We're gonna be watching Lydia Ko. Like my argument always is like there's 160 golfers there. Yeah. Like 25 of them. And Brooks made the same argument. 25 of them are competing. Yeah. Although Brooks made it in a. Yeah, he did. Horrid. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what's like, I'm not that mad at this because I do like, I don't feel bad for, I feel kind of bad for somebody who like would never have this opportunity and would probably never have this opportunity again, not getting it because they're giving the invitation to Christy Kerr. But at the same time, like it's a TV show. Christy Kerr probably has a slightly better chance of winning than whoever was in 157, like alternate to get into this. Yes. And so, only by default. So, yeah. Like I, like I sort of understand what they're doing, what I don't like about this. And there's always something I don't like because that's how this show works mm-hmm. is that when Sophia Popoff wins the tournament two years ago, uh-huh. they say, no, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no, no. You don't get any exemptions. And they're yeah. like, oh, Chris T. Kerr, like you get an extra four years of exemptions to a major. Well, that's what they did with Phil Mickelson, right? I, I mean, know. Like, hey, I just wanted to complain about something. I'm just you complaining. Don't, you don't you don't qualify for the U.S. Open, but boy, we'd love to see you get one. So here's another shot for nothing. I hope Come they on. give him a shot till he's 80. Yeah. No, give it to him. I hope they I'm mic it, it up and they but put bones on Mike and just are like, just have them have a chat as they're playing around. Like yeah. that's like, that's something that I would love to see is like a Tuesday. Yeah. Is like Phil playing the course, playing two Sunday pins, even though the holes might not be in the greens. Right. Playing a four-hour round with Bones. Like, why not just do, like, a featured group on Tuesday and just have Phil talk through everything? We saw him with Charles Barkley. He's so good at talking through his routine and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, when, I when you I watch would, Phil Mickelson mic'd up, he's, like, he's a – He's his own golf coach. Yeah. And I've started doing this on the course. I've started doing this on the course because it helps me. I'm like, I'm like, all right. Like I've got like a right to left lie. It's going to go four yards this way. If this is like in a perfect world, but if I talk myself through it, I I have like a 60 to 80% like better chance of hitting the shot. I want than just going like, there's my line. Okay. Like just, you know why? Because you calm yourself down. Yeah. Because I'm checking my, Apple Watch for my breathing rates. Positive vibes only, folks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You got to use. You got to go to Foxy's Friday Lessons and check out the ASAP. Yeah. Aim, stance, stance, align, and patience. Yes, that's gonna stick patience. one day somewhere. So Christy Kerr, she gets in. Did you see the Sevy artwork? Uh, yes, yes. It's, it's been beautiful. ten years Gorgeous. since right Sevy the- Biasteras passed away. Mm-hmm. And the RNA uh, got some sand art people to 
make an, an installation. Yeah. Is that like what we'll call it? Like, it's like artwork on the beach of St. Andrews. And it's just mm-hmm. says Seve, S-E-V-E. And it's like Seve doing like his fist pump yeah. after he's won the Open. No, it's 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 gorgeous, and I'm actually surprised by the RNA because it kind of looks gaudy, and that's not what they're that's not what they're into. Um, but it works, and I'm glad that they did it. I get that uh, it's because- gaudy, but it was like to me, it like I thought it was quite simple. Like it's a bunch of guys out there with like rakes, like raking the beach. No, no, no right, right, right. I'm not I'm not trying to be negative about it. it no, looks, no, no. It's, it's a it's a gaudy piece of art. But it looks amazing, and I'm yeah. glad that they went that direction with honoring yeah. Sevi. Yeah, I don't like I. I kind of get it. Like this is like I'm too new to golf, even though I've been into golf for the last ten years. I'm still like too new to golf to really understand Sevi. Right. Like I don't re- Maybe I'm just. I'll just look this up because I like maybe this will help me but I don't really think I understand his accomplishments. Which is fair. Yeah. So you, you talk for a second. Well, look, so you know what I really like about this is Sevi learned how to play golf on a beach Yeah, and they honored him on a beach. Yeah. On sand at least. And yeah. I think that's, I, I think that was a good callback. Um, his, I mean, I don't, and I don't think Seve had like, he's obviously deserved of the, the world golf hall of fame, but I don't think Seve ever really put up star Wars numbers, if you will, to use a more modern phrase, you know, he definitely didn't put up Tiger Woods numbers, which everybody gets compared to. And that's not fair. Um, yeah. and he didn't put up, I mean, apropos of this week, he didn't put up Byron Nelson numbers either, but he was a phenomenal player. And wait a second. He knew how to move a ball around. Yes. He's like, he's known as the artist. I get that he's known as the artist. So. Um, what else we got in the news? Well, you looked that up. Um, you want to talk about how Jordan Spieth is, you know, Back? recovering from COVID? I did not know. We're going to have to, this is a lot of dead air. So we're going to have to. No, no, out. yeah, it's fine. No, no. Sorry. I was just looking at this. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at this and it says Seve Ballesteros has 90 wins worldwide. Professional wins. He's got 90 professional wins. He's got nine wins on the PGA tour. Right. A ton um, of European tour wins. What? Ton of European tour wins. 50. Yeah. I mean, five of these are, are, um, Sorry, five of these are majors. Mm-hmm. So he's got the Greater Greensboro Open, which is North Carolina. Um, well, these are all like mini pro circuit wins. No, no, no. This is PGA Tour. This was no, back in 78. So like this is I'm trying to think like what this is called now, but it's not. I don't know what it's called now, um, but he's got an open championship, masters, masters, open and open. So he's got five majors. Um, he's got 50 wins on the European tour. 
Um, eight wins, six wins on the Japanese tour, two wins on the Australia, Australasia tour. Mm-hmm. And then he's got 27 other wins. And I was like, oh, like that's 90 wins is a lot. That's a lot. And then I looked mm-hmm. up Tiger Woods because like we just compare everything to Tiger Woods. Right. And uh, he's got um, 82, 41. So that's 123. He's mm-hmm. got like 130 wins. That's not including amateur wins or other wins. Right. So, um, yeah, no, I get it. Like, I didn't realize he had five majors. Oh, yeah, ton of majors. Yeah, but they're all in, they're all before 1990. So that makes sense. Well, I don't really understand it. Um, and then he collapsed in 2008, had a, had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Um, on 6th of May, 2011, uh, so three years later, he passed away at the age of 54. Mm-hmm. So. Very young. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also just seeing if there's anything about the. Yeah, he's got five majors. Results in the Players' Championship. He does not have that, but he's got two T3s. Uh, Ryder Cup points. He's got 22.5 total points, and he played in one, two, three, four, five, nine different Ryder Cups. So, yeah, no, he's definitely, I, I did not realize he's like in the top like five or even three of European tour players. Mm-hmm. Like the only person I can think of who's more majors than him that's like European is like Rory McElroy and Nick Valda, who is six. Mm hmm. So I didn't realize he was in the top five. So my apologies for that. I'm apologizing now. Let's get to the next bit of news. Um, yes, yeah, Spieth was 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 diagnosed with COVID three weeks ago mm. and hung out at home in Dallas, didn't play in the last two events. He's been okayed by the doctors and he's playing this week in Dallas. He's gonna, he's as the golf channel is saying he's going to knock the rust off. And uh, and he's he's him and Bryson are now favorites to win at the ATT by Byron. Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, he is on my short list this week. Yes, I'm, I'm letting you pick him. <laughs> he is on my short list. He better be uh, number he better be number one or number two. Um, I will save that for our picks. You better. Uh, and then that. yeah, I mean that's like that's all that's sort of like all the news that sort of like piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Um I always feel like now there's something that like I should be remembering, but I, I can't remember. So I can't well, remember. Just did the news three days ago. So I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're right. You are right. Um, well, you want to go over the Wells Fargo? Yeah, let's go over the Wells Fargo. All right. First, I want to say that Roy McElroy won the Wells Fargo in serious professional uh manner, manner. attitude that was the word manner that was manner. the word manner okay it's good yeah uh, it's good yeah it's six o'clock in the evening i i've run out of words for the day um no no it's fine but we saw this really clutch performance from rory and i thought he was going to be cut and we talked about this on saturday after the cut i thought he was going to be cut and he comes back he wins it he's got himself in trouble on 18 and calls a penalty on himself 
to get relief and has 180 yards out and has to really bank that, hey, we can make the shot in two putt to win. And sure enough, 180 yards out, he makes a two putt and wins it. And I, I just thought it was this incredible showing of confidence in yourself. And Roy McIlroy's really struggled in the past several weeks with his game. And he hasn't lost his focus. He hasn't lost his drive. He wins the tournament. Roy's back. Over 90 or 100, what is it? 440 days mm-hmm. since the win. Something like I'm, that. I'm ready to tell you why you're wrong. We, I mean, he, it happened. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm here for. I'm, I'm here to tell you why you're wrong. Number one. I'm not predicting that this is going to happen. It happened. Watching this, Wells Fargo was not playing. It, it wasn't playing as hard as I thought it could be, especially mm. with what the scores ended up being. Right. Does that make does that make sense? What I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But it played a lot harder if if we're if we won by a stroke at nine under. And we well, he wins. He wins by years. two. He wins by two at minus ten. And I, to be fair, I he bogeys. I don't know why I'm asking. He bogeys. He bogeys eighteen for the win. So he was mm-hmm. up by three. Um. The only person who really did anything on on Sunday was Abraham Answer, Victor Hovland as well, minus five and minus four, um, and they sort of backdoor. But even then, like, no, he wins by one at nine under. I thought it, I've got ten under here. He he wins. Oh, sorry. Uh, Abraham answer has nine under. Yes. Sorry. He wins by one at yeah. 10 under. Yeah. Oh, 10 under. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. Um, so like, and he does that with a minus three. You've Keith mm-hmm. Mitchell. Who's in the lead. Who's playing with, he shoots one over Gary mm-hmm. Woodland shoot. Like everybody's sort of shooting sort of even or one over or under, mm-hmm. um, this course doesn't come across like tight fairways and like hidden greens. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's bashing driver. It's pretty wide open. I was like trying to figure out if the weather had somebody to contend with it. The putting didn't look impossible. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit sore. I was just a bit confused as to like, look, the only thing I can really say, and this is going to sound really obnoxious and I'm ready I just don't think the talent was there to really compete against Rory. Well, I don't know. I mean, you have Keegan Bradley, who's been on a tear. Will Zalatoris, who's been playing super hot lately. I mean, I realize he missed the cut. You have Victor Hovland. You have a bunch of top tens. But these, like, you don't have the guys who, like, compete for the FedEx Cup every year. Well, you have John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Bryson, Victor Hovland. You have Abraham Answer who competes, Patrick Reed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like year in, year out. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it just didn't feel like on. And this is just like maybe this is just on Sunday. Maybe this isn't the entire week. Right. Maybe like Thursday and Friday were playing a lot harder than everybody anticipated it to be. 
I mean, that's what it looked like when you looked at the cut line at plus two and you were like, all right, I'm going home. And you're like, well, no, no, I've got to come back. I think that's sort of what happened It's like it ended up playing harder on on Friday afternoon than a lot of people were expecting it to, because oh, on Friday, Friday afternoon, terrible. like it was just massacre. People were just done for. Um, mm-hmm. So look, I'm happy for Rory. I like, and this is a good win. And the Wells Fargo is a good win to have. Like uh, this is very much like a middle to the, I would sort of put this in like the 60 to 70% of like wins that like, Matter. compared to majors yeah it's just like i think this is one of those things like you like 18 here is so familiar mm-hmm. and um and we've already talked about this a little bit but like when we when we now because we did the show on saturday like mm-hmm. watching it on sunday and i'm you're watching rory like from when he hit it if you watch if you watch him even if you just watch him play 18 his tee shot everybody thinks is in the water mm-hmm it hits a bank, it shoots 10 feet to the right, and you think it's in the water. And the only reason it's not in the water is because it landed in a hole in a weird outcropping of grass. Uh-huh. And he's he's technically out of bounds. Like, he's in a hazard. Sorry, he he's not OB. Hazard. Sorry, my apologies. He's in a hazard. That's he's sorry. That was in a dumb. hazard. We're both tired. This is tired. It's Tuesday. He's in, he's in the hazard. Um, and they mic him and his caddy up, and it's a really interesting conversation, which is like, mm-hmm. he's like, can you get your club on it? And Rory's like, I'm not sure. They start looking up to the left, so further into the rough mm-hmm. and almost into the gallery and saying, do you just want to smash it out here? And he says, no. And I'm like, okay, well, what's he going to do? And he's looking over at the fairway like he just wants to get it up on the fairway. And his caddy says to him, I thought this was really interesting. His caddy goes, how confident are you that you're not just going to smash it into the bank and have it drop in the water? Mm-hmm. And Nick Faldo's like, don't put that thought in his head. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, like that's brilliant. Cause like when you're playing for an extra $400,000, you want somebody asking you that question. Yeah. You've got to weigh all the variables. Yeah. And they did the, like, they did the best thing. One is like, it's like, okay, take the risk and try to get it on the fairway. If you don't get it on the fairway, you then have like an awkward shot off a of bank towards the green, still 180 yards. Cause the only way you can go is like sideways. Right. You can play up to the gallery, which might advance you a little bit further, but you're li- like, you've no control of your lie. And this was one of those opportunities where Rory was just like, I want to control the lie. Mm-hmm. Like if I drop it here and it bounces back into the hazard, I get to place it. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's, you know what I mean? He's like, he set himself up for success, even though there was a drop there. And with the drop, you know, that's basically, you know, he pars the hole. Right. But if it had gone in the water, it, it almost would have been, it would have been a much faster play. <laughs> Cause it would have just been like, all right, like what well, that's in the water. So now you have to drop where it crossed, which is here. Yeah. And now you have to play it. But I still think um, that's, that's a really great showing of his confidence and his, his abilities. Yeah. Using, you know, and, and and to to take a drop, it's a serious, you know, it's you seriously have to weigh that. So to give yourself an extra stroke on purpose, that's a big deal. It's it's like it's it's that whole thing about chipping it out to the side or punching it through the trees. Yeah. And more often than not, people punch it through the trees because they're just they're not willing to take that extra stroke. Yeah, And for Rory to have a whole tournament on the line, 
to take the extra stroke and have so much confidence in himself, especially with where his game's been lately. Yeah. I think it was a big deal. Well, I, I think it was his only play. Um, I think it's a big deal, number one, that he put it in the hazard off the tee. Yes. Like he took a three wood and he puts what? it in the hazard anyway. It's like, then take out an eight iron. <laughs> yeah, he did put and, it in the hazard. He, he did put it in the hazard after trying to make the safe play. With, like, which, yeah, like if that's the case, like then just take out driver. <laughs> just at least cross the line further up. Yeah. Um. Well, all right, so let's do our picks. But he's won. First, first win is a dad. First win is a dad. All sharks. It was nice. On Mother's Day. Yeah. As it was a Mother's Day here now. Well, it was, yeah, it was Mother's Day here. We have different Mother's Days. Well, that's that's because y'all are not with it. Yep. Get with it. That's what Byron says. Byron says, get with it. Get with it. Look, he's giving you an upset look like, are you joking me? That's like, Why don't you know anything about golf? That's he's like, you would have had to take like six drops. All right. So I had John Rahm who got cut. Justin Thomas, T26. Bryson DeChambeau, who flew back to the tournament to finish top 10, T9. I had Dockett, T20, no go. He got cut. And an East Coaster winning. Well, I guess, how far east do we get to go? Original 13 colonies. All right. So that was a no. <laughs> I and I, and But I did have Rory beating Phyllis, our bonus bet. So I did get that. How many points is our bonus? 250. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau went from flying home and not making the cut to winning a quarter of a million dollars. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, you, your big win was Victor Hovland with a T3 yeah. finish. Uh, Will Zalatoris got cut, and, but you did have Keegan Bradley finishing in the top 20. Um, oh, and thanks, to, uh, thanks to a Keith Mitchell bogey on 18 as That's well. That's right. You, you would have missed out on the points. Um, a pro PGL player winning, uh, furthest thing from furthest thing from it, <laughs> but that's and, why that's why it's called a prop bet. <laughs> and obviously, Phil did not beat Rory. If you were like, if you were like, who is a pro PGL player? I would have been like, not Justin Thomas and not Rory McElroy. Anybody else is pro PGL. Everybody Guess else. what? Still out, still out, still out. Yeah, your odds were really good on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so Phil did not beat Rory. So I finished 14 or 1,000. Wait, he didn't? Hold on. Let me check my stats. No, he didn't. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but you beat me by five points. Uh, well, how interesting is that? Phil was leading the first day. Yes. And Rory was leading the last day. Yeah, so that was a good bonus. If only it had switched. That was a good <laughs> bonus pick. Um no, but so you won that one by five points. Congratulations again, Ben. You Thank did not you. increase your lead by much. No. Um, but that's another one in the hole for me. So you'll get there one day. I'll, I'll be your a, algorithm will rhythm out at some point. It's been it, it was pretty good for a long time. And that was figured out. It was really good for a long time through the masters and then it fell off. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the uh, Wells Fargo. And our I, can I just rant? I, this is something I wanted yeah. to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Why isn't why isn't the Players Championship a major? What? We don't have time for that. Because because golf's golf's full of 
we talked about this a little bit, not in terms of the players, but golf is obsessed with tradition. So this is what I didn't real. This is what I didn't realize is that the PGA. And what are you going to do? You're going to look like the LPGA with five majors. Come on. Yeah. Well, this is what I don't know. And this is what I'm saying. This is what I don't get. Mm-hmm. Is... I said that sarcastically, by the way. Well, no, because to be fair, like the like if you're looking at it organically, uh-huh. like it's great that the Masters is a major, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be. R- right. Because it's got no affiliation other than tradition and history. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's they're yeah. it's not a major because God forbid you add a major. So yeah, That's no, it. so but like what I so what I found when I was I was looking into it today because I was getting ready for next week's uh I was getting ready for the PGA show, which will probably we'll probably record like in a week or a week and a half. Um, and I didn't realize that the that the PGA championship is not the PGA Tour, it's the PGA of America. Yeah, it's the PGA of America. That's why you get the PGA Pros going. Yeah, so I knew it was the PGA Pros, but I thought that the PGA Tour and those PGA Pros had a lot closer affiliation than... So when I was, like, diving into it, it's like, well, no, the PGA Championship, like, the actual PGA major, the one that they put the most time and money into, is the players. Yes. So you've got the Masters, which is run by Augusta National. You've got... The PGA Championship was run by the PGA of America. You've mm-hmm. got the RNA running the Open, and you've got the USGA running the USGA Championship. So the PGA Tour isn't actually running any majors. No, no, no. That's correct. Which baffles my brain. Yeah, especially for uh, for a entity that's so that pushes back on other entities so much. Yeah they don't actually do anything. No, like, and that's like, that's what I don't understand is they're in the perfect position to say, not a major. Heck, they don't even use their TPC courses correctly. No, no. So it is what it is. It is. Yeah. I was just, it just it, like, cause I was, I was doing a bit of a dive into, into it. And I was just sort of like, wait a second. I was like, this is, this is all about the PGA pros who work at your golf club. Who like, yeah. Who like well, sell you shirts and and who sell who sell you things and and tell you your your swing will be good one day. Just keep coming back at fifty dollars a lesson. Well, that's the difference between the PGA Tour and the PGA of America is that they're kind of they're kind of affiliated in the sense that they have the same initials. No, historically, <laughs> historically. You have teaching professionals. Yeah. And so these were just a bunch of teachers who were like, nah, I'm good enough to win money. Look at all my skills. Let's band together. And that's what it is. Yeah, but that stopped happening in the 60s. Yeah, but I'm saying that's for his, but the history of it still lives on. It's you're good enough. No, no, I get, no, I get, I get what you're you're saying. Good enough to teach, but you're not good enough to do both. I would, I would, I would love to get a lesson from Ricky Fowler. What's he doing anyway? Yeah, I, it would be fun. <laughs> like, no, no. What I'm saying is, it's like amateurism in golf really like got out of control in the late fifties. Mm-hmm. If you want to read a great book, um, it's called the match. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the sequel to the greatest game ever played. It is the sequel to the greatest game ever played. You ever see that movie with Shia LaBeouf? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's about uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson playing for $10 million. 
the match. Yes. No, yeah. no, no. It's um, <laughs> it's Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson. Oh, I, I, I'm going to totally screw this up. So, you know, have you seen the greatest game ever played with Shia LaBeouf? Of course I have on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Duh. So, you know, the caddy. <laughs> yeah, the little kid. Yeah, so he takes all of that money that he wins. Mm -hmm. This is all true. He moves to San Francisco and he opens up car dealerships, like Cadillac dealerships. Uh -huh. And he becomes a millionaire, like uh -huh. one of the richest guys in San Francisco. And he's all like, I knew Francis, we met. Blah, 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 yes, blah. and he totally lives and drinks off of that for the rest of his life. As like he becomes like America. So like in, in <laughs> the 40s and 50s, what like you have amateurism and uh -huh. it's like, like these guys would as salesmen would find the best golfers in the world, well, America, right. and they would bring them in and they'd be like, all right, you're going to sell these cars. You're going to sell these cars by playing golf with me all the time. Uh -huh. So like, like Ken Venturi, who almost won the masters, uh -huh. like worked for this guy, Eddie. Like there's Isn't a few, the premise of tin cup. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a great book, but they play at Cypress Hill. It's like, Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson versus um, Ken Venturi and and Ken Venturi's like other amateur partner. And it's sort mm -hmm. of like the height of amateur golf. And it's called the match because it basically was like there was a bunch of money on the line, but nobody knew about it at Cypress Point. So it's an absolutely bizarrely private club. Uh -huh. um, but that's like the last time. My point is like that's the last time like the the teaching like teaching pros aren't allowed out of the clubhouse now. Right. They basically run the pro shop and give lessons. Yeah. There are like some like PGA pro like like tours, but they're really just sort of like qualifying competitions for the PGA championship. That's exactly what they are because I see all those in our region. Yeah. They're awesome though, by the way. They're really yeah. Good. They're really, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, they're they're at a golf course every day for their lives. They they should be good. And like you have to have a handicap really in at RNA, like you have to have a handicap of four mm -hmm. and you have to play uh, to that handicap on a course, like just in order to get your, so you have to, sorry, my uh, here it's here. It's 3.8, I think. Yeah. You know, cause the PGA of America is like, Oh, well the RNA says four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just found it really interesting that like the, like, even though there is all that history and it's like, okay, we're trying to keep this about the pros. Right. Like, it's it's almost weird that they invite the PGA Tour into this major. Right. Right. I totally agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just I didn't realize it was sort of so unaffiliated with the PGA Tour. Hashtag. What do we got? Hashtag fifth major. Yeah. Oh, and breaking news. Oh yes. Oh my God, this is amazing. I can't. Oh. Tell them. No, you tell I, them. We've been pushing for this. Yeah. I've been saying it since day 47 of our podcast. Maybe. Yes. Uh, hashtag bring golf back to DC and, and, and damn it all. It's happening. It's it happening. Happening. We it did it. We made a revolution. We bring in. Good job, Gunner. Thank you. Uh, I will be attending this event, the 2022 Wells Fargo at TPC Avenel in the Virginia. So the Virginia. Uh, I think Avenel's technically in Maryland. I think it's technically is in Maryland, but but it's technically the DMV. It's in the DMV. And what does DMV stand for? 
D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Okay. D.C., Maryland, Virginia. D- but D.C. is M- already a... D.M.V. D- shouldn't it be D.C.M.V.? No. So it's the district, Maryland, and Virginia. The district. And that's sort of like the like in, in New Jersey. We always say sort it's of the, the tri-state, tri-state area. area. Yeah, yeah, it's the okay. tri-state area. The thing is, is every three states has a tri-state. You say the tri-state area in like Ohio, it's like Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. See, where <laughs> I'm from, like we had a quad state Western, area. Western Ohio. <laughs> Great. We we had a we had a quad state area, and it was Colorado, Nevada, uh, New Mexico, and. Um, Oh, what's Utah? Utah. Yeah. Because they meet all in the middle. You are real bad with states. Yeah. I'm just letting you know that. You, you, you're going to let you practice that before we have another I'm actually, show. I'm actually not as bad at states as most people. So I could put states <laughs> Am on Am I map. just really good at I'm just really yeah, good at it. I think you're it. just, yeah, for no reason. For you're absolutely for no, no reason. You're okay. for no reason good okay. at states. Well, we've got to go to a read. Years. We're going to go to a read. If you, if you want to do... If you want to do uh, a read about New Jersey, if you start in Florida, you go Georgia. And this is the I-95 corridor. Yeah, it's yeah, Florida, yeah. Georgia, I South Carolina, North Carolina, <laughs> Virginia, uh, Maryland. Well, Virginia sort of D.C. It's not really a state, but we'll let it count. D.C. Depends on which road you take. Maryland. Then you go into Delaware. Yes. And then you hit Pennsylvania for just, you, whoop, you just, just sort of <laughs> see it. Whoop, whoop. You yeah. just sort of see yeah, a bit of Philadelphia. Yes. And then you head over on on the I nine the I one ninety five. I looking for shore points. Yes, shore points. Next week we're gonna do this from the north. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we can do it on the I forty from from California. You go California, Nevada. So then we're you gonna go down do this to, read. And if you stay tuned, we got a bunch of information on Byron Nelson plus our picks for the Byron Nelson AT and T. Extravaganza. Which take is it in away. Texas, which is an I 40 state. Take it away, Ben. You've got to read. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've been listening. I don't know if you can hear good old Byron Nelson, who stood behind me. It's like nine foot tall. He's a nine foot tall statue. Um, that's life. That's life size statue. Yeah, he's, yeah, he was a big dude. Um, yeah. So if you if you're if you're looking forward to listening to the sights and sounds of Dallas, Texas, but you can't because you need a hearing aid, mm-hmm. check out Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. You can reach Coach Joe at 732-493-0900 or 732-888-9000. He's located in Monmouth County, Ocean County, and some other counties. I think Monroe County, Monroe. Yeah. Soon to be in New Zealand, I understand. Soon to be in New Zealand. Look out Auckland for Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, Byron Nelson got his uh, hearing aids from uh, Beltone Hearing Aids of the Jersey Shore. So. Asterix. Asterix. Read in comments. Not true. <laughs> uh, is, uh, there's a Beltone logo on the hearing aid that's um, beveled into that into that statue. Yes. So, yeah, that yeah, statue may true. be wearing a hearing aid. <laughs> all true what I said. <laughs> um, yeah, so check out Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. You can reach that at uh, BeltoneJerseyShore.com. 
Yep. 732-493-0900. Or if you're driving around a Highway 35, which goes all the way from, from New Brunswick where Rutgers is down to Tom's River, maybe even a little bit further south, like uh like like brick and some other areas. Yeah. It's beautiful That's out it. there. All right. Just, you get to drive the coastline and listen to the sounds of the waves. Yeah. All right. Windows down. Back to the show. Back to the show. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. What a great read that was. Yeah, all true. Every bit all of it. true. Every bit of it. That that statue behind me is wearing hearing aids, apparently. All right. The 2021 AT&T Byron Nelson in Texas. What course are we playing at, Ben? We are playing at, oh, it's load. Why is it loading? Oh, my Lord. It's okay. I know what we're doing. I thought you were prepared. We're playing. It's like TPC Brian something. It's Charlotte. TPC it's Char- Craig Branch. TPC Craig Branch. Uh, par 72, 7,468 mm-hmm. yards. Have you ever been to McKinney, Texas? No. It's not on the I-40. It's not. It might um, be. I'm sure there's a there's a road yeah. that gets there. Uh, TPC by- Craig Ranch? Craig. Craig. Is it like a Scottish Craig? No, it looks like a regular Craig. Like a crevice? Like a crag? Like a, no, like a rock? Like a guy named Craig in Texas. It was his ranch. It was his ranch. Craig's Ranch. Uh, Sounds like an accountant. Named named after Byron Nelson. I have a few facts about Byron Nelson for our listeners. He was nine foot tall. He was nine foot tall. Byron Nelson, born 1912 to 2006, 94. Yeah. Lived his life in the Lone Star State. 52 PGA Tour wins, Mm -hmm. five majors. The only one missing is the Open Championship. Uh, He held the record uh, for 113 straight cuts, and he's the first PGA Tour player to win 50 events. To add to that, and our friend Golf Numbers uh, on Instagram put this up as well, 19 wins in 1945. Incredible. There's only 18. 18 wins. I wrote 19 because I was going to write 1945. Okay. Equals nine or 18 wins, but I switched 18 wins in 1945 inducted in the hall of fame in 1974 won the Payne Stewart award in 2000 and won the congressional gold medal in 2006. Yeah. He died. Uh, He's a big deal. So there's there's a, that record breaking year nineteen that that record breaking year nineteen forty five is a really really special year. It's like one of those things that like Tiger Woods only like he broke only in two thousand. Yeah, well, Tiger Woods most wins I believe on the PGA Tour in one year is eight. Um, and the year oh, it's nine. I'm sorry, in two thousand and the year before nineteen forty four, Byron Nelson actually won eight total times so yeah well, the thing is is win. that is that in in 1945 that record-breaking year of the 18 he won uh-huh he won 11 in a row oh yes that's right so nobody has beaten the actual numbers he only played mm-hmm. in 30 events i think that was the other thing is like there were only so many events 
the other argument is that is that golf had been dead for the last six years. Yeah. Something called World World War II happening. Right, right. So um yeah. Uh what I think is what I think is great because we talked about Byron Nelson and Ben Hogan. The next year, uh Ben Hogan won 13 times. <laughs> so yeah, those two kind of had the spotlight there for a while. Yeah. Uh no, but totally worth having a an event named after Total Hall of Famer. Um, and again, a lot consider him to be the greatest player of yeah. all time. There's, there is a reason they call him Lord Byron. Lord Byron. So very oh, sorry, excited. I gotta turn off the penguins. The penguins popped up again. No, Ben Ben keeps watching live video of penguins at a zoo. Uh, it's it's an aquarium. An we'll aquarium. do a read for them next time. We shouldn't give them free press. Instead of the Monterey and- Bay Aquarium, and they have live cam. It's interesting. keeps me it keeps me going on the YouTube. <laughs> it's relaxing. All right. Yeah, uh, you have anything to add before we do some picks? Um. No, like it's. Like you have old and young Tom Morris. Mm-hmm. Then you've got like Harry Varden. That's is that Harry Varden? Varden? I know it's Varden. Harold. Harry Varden. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Harry Varden. Invents the Varden grip. Brilliant mm-hmm. bloke. Brilliant, brilliant bloke. Then you have Ben Hogan. Like this is chronologically. Uh-huh. Um, Byron Nelson. Sam Snead, then you get into like the the Arnold Palmer who sort of like comes on from those guys and like he is in the the top like one or two of his generation. Right. But he's in like he is on like the 10 names you talk about golf all time. Yeah, uh-huh. Maybe, probably even 5. 100%. So it's great they have a tournament named after him. It's great that they pay him the honor and the respect that he deserves. Um, I get it. Like, he doesn't have a Masters. Mm-hmm. Who? Byron Nelson? No, he has uh, two Masters. He has, oh, okay. He doesn't have the... Oh, well, you said he uh, didn't. Oh, he doesn't, no, he have, doesn't, a, have, he doesn't have an open. open championship. Yeah, so he doesn't have the slam, but... Um, I mean, I get it. It's like I, I do sort of wish they had a Ben Hogan championship, and I'm sure they yeah, did at one ben point. Hogan award, so yeah, I know they do. Um, Sam Snead, that was sort of his thing at the Greenbrier. They got rid of the Greenbrier. You know, they've got it at Jack's place. They got it at Arnie's place. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty soon there is going to be a Tiger's place, isn't there? Yes, hundred percent. Is which course do you think it's going to be? Speaking of which, Tiger Woods is opening up uh, a whole chain of uh, putt-putt courses, um, and that's going to be amazing. So that hurts my heart. I'm gonna. It's going to be my goal in life to play every single one. Okay. See, I can't believe you're stooping so low. No, it's not stooping. Mini golf is an is a an amazing tradition that we have a family. Tur- it's annual no. I love for. mini golf. I love mini golf. I love mini golf. Well, you sound like a hater. I love crazy golf. You sound I love, like a hater right I now. I love putt-putts. I like glow-in-the-dark putt-putt, and it's awesome. Putt-putt's probably my least favorite. Yeah, because it's only two strokes. It's too easy. It's not that. It's usually like it's usually like a slab of concrete with AstroTurf and some like two-by-fours. Yeah. Like, my favorite is crazy golf. Yeah, mini golf, yeah. Not mini golf. 
Oh, mini golf is differentiating between mini golf that's more realistic, but crazy golf has like windmills and stuff. Cra- no, so like putt putt is the windmill. Yeah, well, putt putt right? is defined to every hole is a part two, which is usually like the windmill. Sure. Like for me, putt putt is like the simplest version of of yes. golf with just a putter. Yes. Okay. 100%. Then you have mini golf, mm-hmm. which is like a beautiful, like, like setup. setup. Yeah, yeah. But they have like bunkers and there's oh, yeah, water yeah. and like it, everything is usually you. like a par three, but like they make them look like miniature golf holes. Right. Right. That is true. Then you have crazy golf. Which is like if you go to our YouTube page and you see us at Dino Land when we were playing golf with Matt, oh, yeah. whatever his name is, like that's cra- and that's like when they like they put in like the concrete this and there's a volcano you've got to hit it into and there's like dinosaurs breathing mist down your neck and yes. like there's one like there's one where I grew up in New Jersey and it's like it's on like a wrecked like ghost pirate ship like Pirates of the Caribbean pirate ship. Uh-huh. And it's like every hole is sort of like contoured with like concrete. And then they put like really nice turf over it. And like, you can hit it into the water. And like, it's, yeah, it's, it's just like, it's like an entire experience. You're saying it's crazy. It's crazy. And there's we dig- golf. We digress. We, we, we grass. Yes. We've done that. We digress. Uh, all right. You ready to make some picks? Yeah, let's go to it. Let's look. I'm already here at TPC Craig Ranch. Craig Ranch. This is Craig's Ranch behind me. Um, oh, I didn't realize you were airborne. Yeah, I'm in the air today. Uh, I blimped it up uh, just so everybody could see the, the ranch of Craig. Um, yeah. Yeah. So who goes first? Um, who went first last time? Me, I believe. Okay, so I go first? Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. We're not going to pick. None of my picks are your picks. We don't know that. I'm going Mark Leishman. That's not my pick. (laughs) I like it. Mark Leishman, number one. Oh, you want to make a second pick? This makes it tricky. Yes, make a second pick. Uh, hold on. No, I want to know. I want to know why it's called Craig Ranch. Just make your second pick, Ben. Did you make your set your first pick? No, you said, "Can you make a second pick?" And I said, "Yeah." No, no, no. I, I well, I mean, I'm going to, but all right, I'm going back to the well. Even though he got cut last week, I'm going to John Rom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had you picking him. I didn't realize I you were going to pick him first. I think he's going to be good. I think we got it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be great. Guess who's not on your list? Who? Damn the Burger Van Man, Burger Van Burger. Yeah, you're very wrong there because he was my fourth uh, player on my list. Um, but he's not, he's not your second or third. So you wouldn't, I'm telling you, you wouldn't have to get to your fourth pick to this week. Maybe not. All right. So I'm going to take, um, I, you know, he played so well flying back home and 
I think I think this, he's going to be well rested. I'm doing Bryson DeChambeau again. I'm taking two of my last week's picks back to the well. We're trying again. Good. We're trying again. I'm this really glad. To be fair, he crushed it over the weekend, and he yeah, he, like, did. Yeah, he did. Um, my third pick is a Texas native. Dang it! Who may or may not have had coronavirus three weeks ago. Dang it. His name is Ryan Palmer. Oh, very good. Because he didn't have coronavirus. He did not. He may <laughs> or may not, not have. He didn't. You could have also gone to Will Zalatoris again. I'm scared of heights. How are you doing it up there in that blimp? Ooh, I notice crazy. your microphone keeps shaking. Is that just like wind gusts? It's crazy. Up ah. Ah. All right. Um I I am also going to take a Texas native who did who may or may not have had COVID three weeks ago, uh, but he did unfortunately. I'm going to take Jordan Spieth. I know. I knew. Like I looked at my list, and then I looked at your list, and I was like, no, I looked at my list, and my list uh-huh. is sort of like I I go to a bunch of different websites, and I do some DFS stuff, and I sort of like, and I'm like, okay, like this is some trending stuff. Uh huh. And then I like I immediately go to like the PGA like like pro picks this week, and oh, I'm really? like I'm like well my guy's number two, so Gunner's gonna pick one, three, and four. <laughs> like I'm like, uh, just like oh so chalky Gunner, but I get it, I get it. Yeah, That's I'm your style. Tall. I'm the chalk guy. Yeah. I go chalk and I'm losing by three. Like I was just points. sort of like, it's I was fine. going through and I was like, Oh, Ryan Palmer. Like he always does well here. I like that. We have two Texans. Ryan Palmer hasn't like when I was like, he hasn't finished when I was doing some reading on it. Like again, the PGA thing, when I was going through this, it's like, he hasn't finished outside of the top 20 in the last seven years here. He's good. Yeah. This is like home course advantage. I was like, okay, like He's I can good. handle that. Um, I was going to go Will's Alatoris, but he missed the cut last week. Yeah. And I was like. See, I'm not done swinging and missing on John Rom. So. No, no, no. And I get that. Like, I get that. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out. I don't think he's, I think he's like a solid, like top 30 player right now. Top 40. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's number three in the world. And I think he's got a kid who's less than one years old. Well, I'll tell you this. Callaway stock is way up recently. And speaking of stocks, this just in, TaylorMade is being sold. Um, What? To whom? To whom? To Carteroid Investment Firm in Korea. So so for for $1 to $2 billion dollars. What? What? Yes, this is true stuff. Um, what's your long shot? Will Zalatoris. All right. To do what? Uh, top 20? Top 20. I love it. All right. I'm going to do Ricky top 10. I think we can get this done. Ricky to place top 10. Give me the money. What's your prop bet? Um. Oh, this is someone from Texas wins. 
Oh man, that's my prop bet. I know that's because that's your you are the geographical prop better of all time. I know I have it I already wrote it. I want yours to be like somebody wearing a visor and not a hat wins. No. Somebody wearing a bucket hat wins. Are you doing Texan wins? Yeah, I'm right. totally because I didn't. I let you have all three players you wanted. No, you already. I was it. not touching Jordan Spieth with a ten foot pole this week. I always pick Jordan in Texas. Always. It's not that. Like I just like from what I understand about COVID, is like you have a hard time walking up the stairs for like three months. See, I wanted it because it was because I felt like you were going to do something with Will Zalatoris, and. I got really happy when you took Ryan Palmer and then I was going to have Jordan Spieth. So there's three ways to win. Ah, oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna, all right. My prop bet, somebody not from Texas wins. My prop bet, my prop bet is taking Gunner's prop bet. <laughs> ben, prop, Ben takes Gunner's bet. <laughs> Fun. How about that? Yeah, that's that's how you double down on it. Ben wins with Gunner's prop bet. <laughs> Ben's Ben's prop hits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna piggyback on your points. All right, I will do. Uh, I'm gonna say a somebody from Georgia wins. How about that? Yeah, I like that. All right. We can get the juices flowing here. All right. Do we Byron's have a been judging me this whole show? Yeah, he should be. He 100% should be judging you. Uh, what's our bonus bet this week? Who's playing this week that shouldn't be? <laughs> um, mm, mm, I don't know. That's what I thought. Um, you said Ricky? Yeah, I have Ricky top 10. I'm going to do, let's do Ricky versus Zalatoris. All right. You taking Zally? Yeah, let's just do our long shots and let's take them versus each other. Because I think Zalatoris is going to have a hard time coming off this miscut. And I just don't yeah. know. I don't even know what universe so, Ricky is in. Nobody knows. No. All right. So, let me break it down. I've got John Rom, Bryson DeChambeau, and Jordan Spieth. I've got Ricky going top 10. Yeah. And a Georgia player wins. Um, and my bonus is Ricky beats Will Zalatoris. You've got Mark Leishman, Daniel Berger, Ryan Palmer. You've got Will Zalatoris to place top 20. You have a Texan winning, and you're coming after me with Will Zalatoris beating Ricky. Yeah. That's it. Those are our picks for the AT&T Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. We did it. Another episode in the bank. Boom. Oh, wait. I, yeah, this has been recording. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to – I'm going to probably watch a bit of this. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to be following this a bit more closely than the Wells Fargo because I want to see what's going on for the PGA. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing I'm going to be watching for the most this week is is is, Spieth is, is he going to be COVID-tired? This is a I'm disease that, that attacks the lungs. Yes, and the muscles. Yeah, and but he said he that he'd been a asymptomatic. But and I know he's got a few like top fives recently, and and he came out after the Masters and said he didn't win the Masters because he couldn't keep his focus on Sunday. Right. I think it's going to be even harder for him to keep his focus if he's that tired. I'm still super disappointed mm -hmm. in the tour 
for I like now I want to know how many people aren't showing up to weeks because they have COVID and they're not like, like we're getting notified when people are withdrawing. Yes. But we're not getting no, like then they're coming out and saying they're withdrawing because of COVID because the PGA tour isn't telling us what they're withdrawing from. Well, they can't, but that's this a, is a HIPAA. What do you mean? Well, they can say it's a knee injury. Like, what do you mean? They, they, I, that's only if they, you know, they give the go ahead. Like if they've already said like, yeah, you go ahead and tell them, but if they no, they're independent contractors, they can make those rules. It's a job. Th- that's a federal rule. You can't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Did I sound real confident though? Yeah. You sounded really confident and really wrong, <laughs> <laughs> which is our job. Welcome right. to our picks. Um, that's our podcast. <laughs> confident, uh, but wrong. No, but so that's what I'm like. I find this really interesting that he's coming out three weeks later and saying that he's now tested negative after having it for two weeks. Yeah. When I don't know that, like when my, when cousin Adam had it, he tested positive for nine weeks. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Like, so I don't really understand how, how Jordan speed is like, no, I've had it for two weeks and now I'm testing negative again. I'm like, I, everybody I know who's had it has tested positive for like six weeks. I've known some who've, who've tested negative. Like right away. Uh, yeah. Like right away. As oh, okay. matter of fact, while they were in the middle of the symptoms, they were even testing, you know, it is false negative, false positive. Nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, somebody knows. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I just find that I found that really interesting that they were like, well, he's announced it. Yeah. I wonder how many players are like, I'm not going to withdraw. Like, Oh, I wasn't going to play this week anyway. Right. I haven't traveled. I'm not in the bubble. I'm at home. I, oh, I like, I missed the cut. I get home, I have the symptoms, and instead of flying out on Monday, I just basically like withdrawal, like whatever mm-hmm. it is that I'm gonna do. Um, so that's it. Me and Byron, we're gonna get out of here. Me too. I gotta fly home. You've got to land your blimp. Yeah, I'm way out of the way here. You're way out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Swingdom. I'm Ben. That's my co-host Gunner. We had a, we have a great time doing this podcast every week. If you feel like letting us know that we're loud wrong, we would appreciate it. If you feel like following us on any of our other platforms and letting us know how loud wrong we are there as well, uh, mm-hmm. you can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, our email address, the swingdom of golf at gmail.com. And yeah, don't forget that we are here to answer any questions, concerns, comments, uh, not medical issues. Cause we're not doctors. No, but, we'll but if anybody, that. if anybody wants to give me an honorary degree, like even if it's an associates, I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> the only certificate I have is that I walked Hadrian's wall and I had to pay three pounds for it. And then I had to write my own name on it. so so again thank you very much for listening and we will catch you guys next week we hope you enjoy the at&t byron nelson championship and i hope for my sake that gunner makes us a bit more competitive and some of his picks win yeah i hope so so we'll (laughs) catch you guys we'll catch you guys oh this is actually going to drop on a wednesday this is is can we start doing tuesdays more often uh no Okay, well, have a good night, everybody, or a good day. (laughs) Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to The Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given. I I like Tuesdays better than Wednesdays. This.
football practice is usually Tuesdays, but this week it's tomorrow. So we have to do it today. 